This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Two Fit Crazy Productions, TFC Productions, that's our production company helping people with their podcasts. Increase your brand, grow your business by creating your very own podcast, and we are here to help you every step of the way. You do not have to do all the work. We do a lot of it for you. This podcast is also brought to you by ContiFit.com. Get the best online training, the best in arthritis, in let's face it together, facial fitness and rehabilitation, all sorts of functional fitness training at your fingertips. That's ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at high5healthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Keep it moving, Conti. Let's go. Seriously. We're both, we're both like a little broken this week. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> we're, we're so positive. Yet when, when we're not positive, we try and pretend that like nothing's wrong. We're like, no, we're, we're good. I'm like talking about night sweats. We're good. We're good. It's, everything's fantastic. Just like we always say, how you doing today? Best day ever. Great. Great. <laughs> Best day ever though when we get to talk to a nomad. Kendra's really cool. This was awesome. Kendra Kanoy is, it, this is, it's just, we love people that are fascinating. And Kendra is, she calls herself a wellness consultant. But honestly, she, I was like, spill my, I didn't spill my coffee almost. That was a good oh, one. Oh boy. Um, a digital nomad. Digital nomad. I, that's really cool. And, and is able to, you know, do her business and help people. You know, eliminate foods out of their diets that are going to help, you know, reduce inflammation and help them feel better, right? Helping people feel better through nutrition. Right. Right. Imagine, amazing concept, right? Uh, and and she can do it from pretty much anywhere on the world and has done it. Uh, the You know, the COVID situation obviously uh, has had an, a, an effect on, on most people's travels mm-hmm. and hers especially but she's uh she's coming to us from las vegas today mm-hmm. and she's on a uh, plane later to new orleans and she's gonna keep it moving and uh you know do some things domestically here but she's gone from you know south africa and bali and cambodia, know, and cambodia what does it say? vietnam, vietnam yeah, croatia also, sure i this is just a really just a really cool concept and for everyone out there that's like you know, oh, I don't know, and traveling and this and that. Kendra was doing this before um, COVID. And what's, what she loves is that she actually wrote a little um, PDF. She wrote the Healthy Traveler's Guide. So again, her her real you know idea, she said, is I teach people to eat their way out of aches and pains. And when we talk about what is an inflammatory, you know, what is a anti-inflammatory diet? What should I be doing? And how do I start... Kendra really does it in a way that is, you know, I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're traveling or if you're in a restaurant or whatnot. These are great resources. And when she works with people that, you know, there is something for everyone. And that's what's, that's what's really cool. And I, I think the idea of traveling and new experiences and, you know, whether it be nutrition and movement this is this is where it's at. So she's just another great example of someone out there making changes, making waves in the world, and uh, 
and, trying to get people healthier and, and asking people to take 30 days to, to look into their health and, and remove some things from their, from their diet and stop putting it in their mouths and putting it in their bodies and see how you feel. You know, it's as simple as that sometimes. And, you know, by introducing things back in, well, what does that trigger? What does that make happen to you? You know, it's just, it's just a, a really good diagnostic to do every once in a while. And, and uh, you know, she's helping a whole lot of people and her program, you know, again, is, is available. You know, she's, she's not doing it in person because she's not always mm-hmm. l- local, uh, you know, so she can do it from just about anywhere. And she's helping people as she goes. And it's just a really fun, fun, fun lifestyle um, that, you know, I'm intrigued by, uh, no doubt. Very cool. Yeah. So with all that, let's go uh, to Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast with Kendra Kanoy, wellness consultant. Here we go. Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. We got a smile out of our guests. I love it. <laughs> well, you know. It never we, fails. We know when we go into our little routine there, it's like it's beautiful. People, it makes people smile. What can we say? It's, it's in our first rodeo. <laughs> and today we have a fantastic guest for all of you to hear I really love the story that you're all going to hear. This is Kendra Kanoy. Kendra, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my goodness. So, Kendra, you normally are from California, but right now you're joining us from Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Yes. Beautiful. And um, a little a little fun in Vegas before you're heading back to California, correct? I'm actually flying to New Orleans. I'm going to be there for a oh. month. Oh, a month. Oh, okay. Yeah, not so bad. Do jet, tell. Do jet, tell. Jet setting. Right. Well, I'm getting back to my digital nomad lifestyle, which was, of course, put on hold for the last year. Um, I left San Francisco three years ago and quit my in-person gym jobs and took my nutrition business on the road and then started also adding in some virtual fitness. So. Now that we're slowly being allowed back out, I'm going to start getting back to traveling and hopping around. I'll start with the U.S. for the rest of the year and then try to get back out internationally next year. All right. I love this. Yes. I love this. We need to stop right here. And here we go. I want to know the inspiration for this. Where did you realize maybe that this was you know, a possibility and you know, what, what was really the... And how can Brian and I join yeah. <laughs> How can, can we you... also meet you and right. be Well, yeah, a that's nomad. what a lot of people you know have learned through the pandemic is we can a lot of us can be virtual in different ways. So I had a big birthday a few years ago with a zero on the end, big 40, and I gave myself a sabbatical for 6 weeks in Mexico to celebrate. So I got a apartment on the beach in San Jose del Cabo, which is a little bit north of Cabo, if you know that area. And I invited my parents, my friends just to come down for a week at a time and enjoy it with me while I 
just took some time away from San Francisco and my hustle and bustle. And while I was there, I met interesting people that traveled in various forms. You know, one person that just lived there and was working his marketing business remote. One woman who taught swim lessons on the island of Ibiza all summer Mm. and just worked her little booty off for four months and then took the next eight months to travel around the world. And that's when I thought, oh, okay, it's time. Because as much as health and fitness is a passion, travel is a close second or maybe first passion. So I got to, I figured out how to do it and left San Francisco four months after that. So that's how it started. I am, this is, you know, what's not good right now. My wheels turning in my head. (laughs) That's never good. All right. I'll write your uh, husband and kids a note. If you write my wife and kids a note and we'll, you know, we'll just go, go on the road. I mean, not not together. I'm not, I'm not traveling with you, but you know, Um, I travel well. We'll make it I'm like no. I'm like a pet. I travel well. A little case put me in. So so obviously, you know, a lot of people would say if it weren't for my job and my career, I would travel much more. You know, I would do this if I didn't have to this. And uh, so you obviously, you know, you were a wellness consultant and you managed to, you know, you had business established and you were, you know, with the beautiful internet, the way that things are, is that, is that how you were able to really just, you know, take the show on the road and, and connect with exactly. people? Yeah. And, and I utilized and still do, and we'll get back to that, the, the fact that I was in cool places, you know, I started out in Croatia, then I went to Cape Town, South Africa and Vietnam and Cambodia and Bali And so I'm talking about healthy living on the road and, you know, what to do with airplane food and what to do in airports and how to find gyms in little towns in Vietnam and how, you know, all those sorts of things. So it, it became a lot more exciting and visible to people to where, um, it's, it still surprises me that you don't have a huge following, but people say, oh my gosh, I've seen you do this and that. And then the best thing, of course, is the inspiration, which you guys are already feeling (laughs) of, okay, how can I do this? So I've had people say, my wife and I just left the Bay Area and moved to Mexico and we're going to open this business we've always wanted to. So that really is a nice, you know, boost from that. That's, I mean, obviously, you know, you're talking to two fit crazies who, you know, we, we are those people who do those things that may frighten other people or say, why are you doing that? That's crazy. How could you? And, you know, I could see that. And, and again, we travel, we, you know, do things, obviously, you know, there's a, there's, there's certain things that, you know, with the kids and the spouses that, you know, we do feel, obviously there's a, there's certain things that we do, you know, she's got to say reasons. anchors. Anchors. <laughs> well, but, and it's just a matter of what structures right. do you want to live by. You know, I know traveling families, sure. so mm-hmm. they're obviously less common, but it's totally possible if you want to do it. We've seen know? a whole lot more of that just with virtual learning and the way that kids are now. You know, on the they're they're no longer need to be in schools. You know, physically. That we've seen that, you know, for certain, just people, you know, here and there, even if it's, you know, they're in Tennessee one weekend or, you know, in, you know, in Michigan another weekend and just kind of moving around and, and seeing things out there. Uh, it's yeah. really, it's really cool. Um, now, is that, is that the basis of, of your business? Is that how, you know, you really, uh, you know, the, the, 
the nomad lifestyle is, you know, is, is really a part of what you do or is it still just, um, you're able to do it? So yeah, it's picking that niche, right? right. That's all. Um, and I'm kind of onto a new focus, you know, I can teach and train other people to do what I do, you know, um, so that that is an aspect of my business. But recently I've been actually in a marketing course and kind of looking at really who, what it is that I want to do. And I wrote a healthy traveler's guide, you know, it's one of my little freebie PDFs of things. Um, but at the core, I've been teaching a nutrition program for 11 years now. And at the core of that is teaching I teach people how to eat their way out of aches and pains is my new little line there because that's the basis. You know, I had my own experience, which I'll tell you about, you know, of an injury and learning this program. And that's what really drives me to continue teaching this. And as you know, being in, being athletic and being in sports that the further you go, the more you want to stay moving, there will be stuff that comes up in the body and helping teach people how to put their body in the best state to heal itself, which is really the ultimate, you know, we need to allow our beautiful bodies to do what they're capable of doing. Um, So that's really what my focus is. Sure. The travel kind of catches the eye and, you know, that kind of thing. But I think my, my true customer base are people who are tired of hobbling around or missing out on their workouts or going to a million and one hands-on practitioners and want to find something that they can do themselves to help their bodies. So, so take us through it. Uh, start with your story, start with, you know, the, the injury that you had. So, um, it was, it gets longer and longer ago, you know, when I tell this story, <laughs> um, I was, I was living in Southern California and I was dancing professionally And, and then I had my personal training business, which was my, you know, the reliable income at that time. And I was in a car accident and I was rear-ended and I braced my left foot on the floorboard. I knew it was going to happen. And my femur jammed up into the hip socket. So right away I could feel it in there, but like any good dancer or I don't know. I don't know if every athlete, we always tend to work through pain. I danced on it for a couple more months and until I was on stage at a gig and it hurt so bad that I had to get off stage and I ended up crawling, dragging my leg across the hallway into the dressing room and it was just toast. So my psoas and hip flexor, sorry, I've got a little Vegas throat going on. (laughs) Trying to drink as much tea as I could. It's all that partying, you know. Uh, It's desert air, desert air. Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) Um, This is a health show, people. (laughs) We're human. Mental health, mental health. (laughs) Right, balance. Um, So anywho, so I had this pain. It ended my dance career and for the course of two years, I was seeing all the people, physical therapy, acupuncture, massage, doing all the, you know, I was working in the gym. So I was doing all the stretches and the things that I was supposed to be doing and nothing would heal. And I was only about 30 years old. And so, you know, I finally found um, a nutritionist who said, you need to stop eating inflammatory foods 
because what you're eating is has made this acute inflammation from the injury into a chronic inflammation situation. And I um, was surprised and had an ego and thought, no, I mean, I was leaner than I am now because I'd been dancing and I, um, <clears throat> you know, was doing what we would, what we were taught as personal trainers. And I had, you know, through ISSA at the time, I had a specialist in performance nutrition so I could help people with their macro balancing and all that. My ex-husband was doing bodybuilding. So our whole household was whey protein shakes and, you know, all that stuff. So I thought, no, 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 it can't be our diet. Well, turns out that that now in my estimation is actually not a true healthy diet, um, especially the bodybuilding, which is another topic that I like to make jokes about <laughs> my ex-husband, so I can make jokes about it. <laughs> <laughs> so lo and behold, I found this 30-day program. It eliminated all the key inflammatory foods. And so I did it and the hip pain went away. My digestion improved that I didn't even realize it needed to improve. But most importantly, my my mental clarity my energy levels were even and sustained. And I just had light bulb after light bulb going off of like, oh, this is actually how we're supposed to be eating. And, you know, I had personal train, my clients at the time were all like middle age to older, and they all had some sort of injury or more that, you know, we would try to be modifying in the gym and this and that. And I realized that I can empower them so much more by changing their diet then modifying their squats and lunges again. And, you know, and if they're out boozing Newport beach, they were out boozing, you know, on their boats every weekend. So definitely had to take some coaching around lifestyle, <laughs> but, right. um, but it's really powerful. And that's what, that's why I've been doing it 11 years. So I started, you know, I just started incorporating that into my fitness offerings and I've basically always had a balance of both fitness and nutrition ever since. So what are some of the things now? I mean, you know, you're talking to someone who has an autoimmune disease mm -hmm. and, you know, I have RA and it is, you know, constant, you know, walking a tightrope between should I eat this? Is this going to be okay? Will this cause a flare up? And there is, you know, again, when I was diagnosed, it was like, oh, wow, some of these things are actual triggers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're removing things into the diet. We're putting other things in there. The the average person out there that that has some sort of inflammation issues or chronic pain that maybe maybe it starts out as acute. What are some of the things now that you tell them? You know, we always love these. What are the first couple things that you say to someone? Well, first off, I think there's a lot of elimination type programs out there, and you know. The easier one is to eliminate one thing at a time. I'll just eliminate that and see if that's the problem, you know, for two or three weeks or something at a time. Um, by eliminating everything at once, it's a more challenging proposition for 30 days, but it really allows you to calm down the inflammation of your whole body and just flush as much out as you can through what you're eating, try to minimize your environmental exposures, you know, try to just be more aware of that kind of stuff. And then at the end is when you do the science experiment of reintroducing one thing at a time. 
And it still surprises me. It doesn't really surprise me, but it just gets me really excited every time a client goes, oh my gosh, I ate some gluten last night for the first time in 30 days. And my knee pain that had gone away, I woke up and it came right back. I'm like, oh my God, like that's brilliant. And your body just told you that's the problem, you know, and, and now, you know, and then I've, I, you know, and that's why I can coach, you know, then we go to an 80, 20 program so that you can go to Vegas every once in a while. (laughs) If like, so that you know what your main triggers are. So maybe you have some dairy and mm, you get a little gassy, still not good. That's still a symptom. But, you know, I joke that maybe, you know, when you're out with friends, you don't mind having a little dairy and having a little gas. If you're on a first date and you know that maybe you want to avoid that dairy, you know, so you can really, you have a roadmap for your body and how this food is going to affect you. If it gives you a migraine, I hope that you'll never have that again. If you have RA and you're going to get a flare up or if you have, you know, people have with gluten, sometimes, you know, they can have something upset their gut just majorly for four days. And it's like, yeah, you really want to get that in control. Sugar and alcohol, we all know it affects us negatively, but we just love it. So we, we know we work on having some moderation and treats every once in a while. Um, But that might not give you that, you know, real significant flair. So that, you know, a lot of my coaching, the 30 days is one piece, but then a lot of it is, okay, how do we take this roadmap that we just learned, put it into real life so that you can have fun, you know, and that's, and that's been a piece of my quote unquote brand is I'm going to travel around the world and eat the food and have the cocktails and, and do the things but just stay as healthy as possible. And I show people how to do that, you know, because it's not about being perfect and, you know, never having, unfortunately, sugar, sugar is just fun. You know what I mean? So having, <laughs> having a little sugar and a little cocktail here and there, it's fun. And you just have to learn how to balance and integrate it. Yeah. And, and get it to the, you know, to the place where you understand what it is and what it's going to do so that when it does arrive, you can, you know, you can have it, uh, you know, maybe one day and then the next day, what are we going to do next? You know, cause sugar's, sugar's an insidious thing, right? You, you open up that floodgates, there's more coming, you know, especially when, you know, you're on an extended stay of some sort, you know, it's one of the reasons why people do drink more, you know, most days because that sugar will make them feel good. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's something that needs to come back in. How about, um, where, so we've eliminated things. How about throwing in things now that, um, will help us, um, kind of renew the energy or, 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 you know, some refreshing foods, antioxidants or things like that, that are now going to do the opposite of that. Uh, they're not, right. you, know, you know, we know what's going to make us feel bad. How about things that are gonna make us feel good? Exactly. And that's what, um, you know, I utilize some supplementation, um, with clients for sure. And of course there's, you know, the common, you know, turmeric and other, you know, spices and different vitamins and, um, lifestyle habits of, you know, drinking water with lemon first thing in the morning and having lots of leafy greens. And, you know, that's the biggest thing. And, and honestly, it's, it's hard for me to follow. <laughs> I have a lot of good advice, so it's <laughs> hard to follow all, all of it. I'm sure you guys understand. Understand completely. No, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Yes. Um, and, but having a half a plate of greens and vegetables at every meal you know, we might have a serving of something, right? And it feels like, yeah, yeah, we can check that off. Is that a half of your plate 
greens and veggies. And if you really do that, one, you're just increasing your nutrient uptake, you know, immensely. And you're also lowering your other carb intake that doesn't have as much nutrients naturally because you're full from all the fiber. Um, So yeah, there's a lot of different, you know, lifestyle aspects and supplements are an important part of it because, you know, we all, I don't know if you've ever done a show on this. I didn't get to look at all your episodes, but you know, the, just with the farming industry and and the reduced nutrients in our actual food, you know, I mean, yes, well, food is great. And I'm always going to recommend having that, but there are unfortunately some nutritional gaps because of the history of our, our food supply. So, um, yeah, I think just teaching people all of those aspects, but honestly, the, the removal, yeah, what you remove, I think is just the most powerful because they're so common, you know, I mean, people gluten and dairy, right. I mean, most people's breakfasts are built around gluten and dairy, Sure. you know, and I always love the milk conversation of, okay, well, you can have milk alternatives, you know, to put in your protein shakes, whatever, but like, what do you really need any milk for? right? If you're not going to have cow's milk, why, why do you actually need to put it on my cereal? Oh, you're going to put it on your gluten, oh. you know? So like having, letting, having people process the breakup of the breakup of cereal and the breakup of sandwiches. I'm like, yeah, I just don't eat sandwiches. What, what do you have for lunch? You know? So <laughs> yeah. Um, it can be difficult. And part of that is what you had led to earlier is that the education on nutrition is whack, right? We've learned all these things that are not tr- true, right? And, and in, you know, in a formal way, we've learned, you know, how to, especially in the fitness industry, right? We're, you know, we've, we've taken these continuing ed things and, and you know, and, and learned a, a way that isn't really we're all opening, that. We're opening up a can of worms right. here, right? Because right yeah. now... We're thinking, obviously, everything, most of this and most of our conversations that deal with, you know, what we're eating and, and all this, you know, misinformation that we've been taught forever. I mean, open up a history book. There's, there's some things that are a little sketchy sometimes <laughs> right, that may right. just not be the truth. Right. Yet, we're taught these things. And we sit in school and we're told this is what's right and here's what we should do. And we're just, you know, we... we nod our head and we write things down and we answer the questions because that's what we're supposed to do. Regurgitation. Right, and not really question and we don't have the science or the knowledge yet and we're brainwashed because, you know, I remember being in school as a, you know, a young kid. What do you do? You're you're given cereal for breakfast. You're given milk. You're given and you're told in health classes you're supposed to have your milk. You have to have your dairy. You have to have your, you yeah, know, food your milk, your else. cheese, your this, and it all works together. And I mean, we all kind of grew up like, oh, okay, all right, yep, that's exactly what we should do. And then mm-hmm. now we're now we hear after a certain lifetime of most people's half their life or more, we're taught here's what you're supposed to do. And now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the whole breakfast thing? It was really important to eat breakfast. Yeah. You're not supposed to eat anything like that anymore. Remember those sandwiches that were so good and fueling for you? Yeah. Those are bad too. Um, and you know, and it's like, wait a minute. We were told to eat bread and as a growing kid, the carbohydrates, right. You're supposed to have this and it's good for you. And then all of a sudden, as an adult, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, you're not supposed to have the bread. You're going to now get your carbs from certain vegetables. And people are like, say what? What? Huh? Right. What? Right. Do I get a toy after I eat this vegetable? 
<laughs> well, I think that was what was so shocking to me is because I had been, I had been a certified trainer at, for 10 years already at this point when I discovered the nutrition program. And like I said, already had that other nutrition certification and, you know, dietitians, what they're taught in school. And yeah, it's all based around the FDA food pyramid, you know, and I read a book um, from written by Robin O'Brien called the unhealthy truth. Okay, and yeah. I read this. Did you read that? It yeah. was 12 ish years ago, 11 years ago when I was starting to understand. And, um, and that just like, cause she starts, she has four kids and two of her kids have food allergies. I think one was like egg and one was peanut or something. And she started going, what, why is this a thing? Why are our kids having these, you know, deathly allergens to these foods and started researching why. And it was like their correlation between when they started genetically modifying the soybean. And because that's a legume that it corresponds with the peanut allergy, but I still don't understand how that <laughs> really works, but that's, that was the correlation and all of this stuff. And um, yeah, so soy actually was tough for me to let go of because um, in, in the program that I teach, we remove that because I loved the soy la- uh, soy lattes at Starbucks. Like their soy milk is crackish because it's so delicious. But, you know, I thought, okay, moderation, I'll have two small ones a week, you know, but then I went and read that book and I actually, turns out I'm apparently more estrogen sensitive. And I had, a, um, I had the melasma, like the darkening of the upper lip. And um, I was putting bleaching creams on it and stuff. And as soon as I started, I stopped taking those lattes, the soy lattes that went away. So that little amount of milk twice a week, and that was the only soy I had was giving me this estrogen effect, you know, and I've been told by people that, okay, I'm more sensitive than others. That's not going to happen to everybody. But when you have that visible thing in your body from something and you start to read and understand, you know, how, what, in, in her book, she goes over how the but, you know, the lawyers from the aspartame company would go work for the FDA and That's then right. they would approve it and go back and work for the, and it was just like, what, what? Yeah. So anyway, that, that is like going down the rabbit hole. If anyone is new to this concept and wants to learn more, it's a filthy, it's a filthy environment out there. Um, now all of these things, you know, all of that said though, it does make, you know, the suggestions that you make or, or even, you know, the, the recommendations that, that you make with your clients, it makes them hard for them to understand because of everything that they've been taught, right? It's almost as if they need to be rewired, um, you know, to a, a different way of, of seeing things, uh, which is, you know, potentially the, the more healthy way for them, or, you know, the better way for them. Uh, what, what are some of the things you run into there? I mean, is it, is it, does it take some convincing or is the elimination and the way that they feel enough for them to, uh, you know, to go on or at least have faith? If, when they get to the point of starting the program and having the results, yes. But um, having done this now for 11 years, it's now to me almost comical, especially my friends and family that have been around me the whole time hearing this come out of my mouth for all this, these years that, you know, I actually just had one girlfriend a couple of months ago who I had seen her two years ago and she had horrible eczema all over her legs, really bad. It looked just painful, you know, like open wounds. And she owns a restaurant and, and, and a bar restaurant. So I know she was eating all the things. And I said, oh, gosh, you know, I think you'd really be a good candidate for trying out removing some key inflammatories and seeing if that's a trigger, you know, and I was like, no way, no way. Well, she messaged me. She's been off gluten for a few months and her eczema is 
almost gone. And she goes, damn, I wish I would have listened to you. And I said, but you know what you found, you got it, whatever it was. I don't know what pushed her into finally being to me, if that was on my legs, I would have been like, whoa, you know, and that's how I felt with my hip injury. It's like two years that the physical therapist, I couldn't wear high heels, right? Cause that pitches you forward into your hip flexors. And I couldn't sit on a bar stool because the weight of my leg hanging off, you know, so these little lifestyle things, I'm like, I'm not going to live like this forever. I'm not going to wear flat shoes. I'm 30 years old, you know, like there's got to be a fix. And for me, the bigger driver was dancing and movement. You know, it's like, I want to move my body. And I know the three of us here are super driven by that. And that's, you know, mostly when I reach out to people, it's, or when I connect with people, it's because they really want to keep moving or, or increase or expand their ability to move but whatever injury or pain is blocking them from that. And that's a huge motive motivator. The, the one thing that, you know, I want our listeners to take away from this is that it's okay to experiment with some of this stuff. Like you were saying, you know, I've had friends too that have had different rashes and and different things and they've, you know, taken things away, put things back. And it's, it's really amazing to see how, what you are putting in your body will have not just, I mean, we can't see internally what's going on. We can feel, we can feel all the feels. Do you feel good? Is your, you know, digestion off, things like that. But to actually visibly see things, I think is something else. And to realize that this, this isn't made up. This isn't voodoo. This isn't magic. This is, hey, we're, we're eating things that are, have one ingredient in them, maybe. I always say, you know, we're taking, maybe just we're taking away the apple pie and eating the apple. And Mm -hmm. these are the, these are things that are so simple. We talk about this all the time that, Hey, you know what? This seems so simple, so simple. Why can't we do it, Kendra? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're just making me think about the progression, you know, I mean, been a trainer for 20 years now. I learned what I did there and just being around gym people and fitness people and tell ya. You're good. (laughs) Um, And it's just such a slow progression of learning. You know, you can buy the fresh stuff. You don't have to buy the packaged vegetable, you know, just little things that evolve over time. And and I started working with a functional medicine doctor over a year ago because I was having some hormonal imbalances. And, you know, she she actually used to teach the same program that I teach. And then she went on to get uh, licensed as a functional medicine practitioner. And so we were looking at, at what to do, you know, how, managing everything through supplementation and lifestyle. And she said, Kendra, you know, 30 days is a good start, which is what I always tell people. She goes, you know that I need you to take six months away from sugar and alcohol, which are my two, you know, like vices. I can be pretty clean with the rest of the nutrition, but I'll have, you know, some cocktails on the weekends and dessert, whatever. And uh, I was like, okay. And this was in the middle of 2020. So when everyone else was ramping up their drinking, you know, I thought, nope, I, I am a believer that I can put my body in a state to heal, which is what I've been preaching So if this is what it takes, a longer commitment to doing this to see if I can rebalance naturally, and I did it. You know, I think I had alcohol four times in that six-month period and maybe just one drink at a time and darn near 
no sugar for six months. Um, so it's, you know, telling a newbie to do that, it's get out of here. That's not going to happen, but telling them, okay, 30 days, let's, let's see what we can learn about our bodies in 30 days. And then, you know, and, and a lot of people, some of them will fall completely off. And then when they say, oh my gosh, my, you know, headaches are back or my gut problem, you know, and I go, yeah, remember when you felt so good after that? So then it's just, it's habit change, which is right. The larger industry that we're all in. Um, so yeah, I think, I think baby steps has always been my mantra from, you know, fitness to nutrition to anything is, is yeah, you can't do it all at once. Um, and then like, you know, with an autoimmune or something, um, more profound, like if something is really going to derail people, um, then, then you have to, you know, then you have to look at okay, am I going to have just a really strict diet and a functioning body? You know, for the rest of us, we can, we can have a little bit more leeway in our lifestyle, but um, yeah, I think it's just taking 30 days at a time. (laughs) It's, you know, it's so important because we're not going to get it all back, you know, and and it is enough time for, for you to, you know, take a diagnostic of some sorts that, you know, to just to see how you feel different and, and, and it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing that, you know, you have to, you have to commit to it. I don't want to say you don't have to commit to it, but it's nothing like, okay, you're not going to jail, right? We're just going to find out a little bit about yourself, you know, to see how you feel different. You, if you feel better, that's the goal. Uh, and you know, you can kind of work from there and, and good for you because you're doing it too, right? You're taking the time to do it for yourself and the best coaches and the, the best, you know, the people that to, to work with are the ones that are, 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 it's it's an empathy uh you know a situation where you are actually able to speak to them in in a way that they uh, you know what they're going through um mm-hmm. you know there's no there's no uh, there, there's the best way to do it um you know so that that's uh that's really neat so a couple things that i always love to to say this and this isn't even 30 days but i've had this experience before where I've gone away, whether it's a fitness vacation or, you know, whatever it is and gone to like, you know, a tropical environment. And for that seven days, I always feel amazing. And I come back and I'm like, man, I never really, you know, I never really understood it until I was really into, you know, the fitness world and, and really got into the science. But I thought back to myself, what, why did I feel so good? And it's the simple things. What was I doing? I was sleeping a little bit more. I was out in the sun a little bit, sunblock and a hat. Okay. But, um, you know, getting some sun and what was I doing? I was drinking extra water because it was warmer. And what was I eating? Everything was fresh. It was fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, Everything was, you know, if it was fish, it was fresh caught. It was, you know, I wasn't eating the oils and the butters and the extra salt. And, and I always remember coming home being like, oh man, I'm not going to feel that good anymore because that food was so, or that. And it's interesting because we have such an issue carrying that over and, you know, think about. I was, you know, think about how good you feel when you're doing the right things as opposed to how bad you feel, you know, when we're doing the wrong things. 
And it's, right. it's so interesting that, you know, you'd think, you'd think, there I said it, you know, you'd think we'd want to do more of the right things so that we feel so good, yet we don't. We, st- we still do some of the wrong things. Tell us about support because that is something, you know, again, we're talking about 30 days, doing different changes. A lot of people, including myself, I need a tribe. I need some accountability. What is there? You know, what do you suggest? What do you do? What do you suggest other people do to stay on the bandwagon? Yeah, we, for a long time, I've had um, coaching groups, although even recently I made them smaller and into WhatsApp accountability groups or whatever platform you use. But, um, and it's, it's so helpful to have, you know, I just, I, have a big bunch of people finishing this weekend on their 30 day program. And, you know, they've been sharing recipes. They've been sharing when they stumbled, you know, that they had the best intention. They went to this French restaurant, but then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And having, you know, having people chime in and say, well, you, you know, you just get back on the wagon and it's so supportive where it's not coming from me all the time because, you know, these are people in the trenches figuring it out together And so that's been really helpful. And, you know, gosh, there's so many resources out there now to just keep plugging into. And I think that that reading, you know, like reading that unhealthy truth book way back when was so powerful for me to teach me enough to make me change. When I if I get down the sugar, you know, wagon every once in a while, I can read something on sugar and remind myself what's actually happening physiologically and why. Oh yeah, I have been a little bitchy lately and grumpy and maybe oh wait a minute, correlation, you know. We have to remember that everything every everything we eat and consume and then our stress habits and our choices of how we live our lifestyle affects the way our body is gonna behave. And, you know, the more and more I get into a holistic approach you know, really accepting ownership that everything happening in your body is a manifestation of something going on in your world, in your brain, in your habits, and looking not out to who can prescribe me what and who can cut and tie and snip this and who can know what is happening in your world, in your spiritual health and your mental health that is manifesting itself in your body. And the the more you open up to that being truth, a hundred percent across the board. Now I know I'm getting into kind of another whole topic, but you know, that, that becomes like you come into Las, Las Vegas, this, you know, haven for vices. And you realize, you know, I can go to the spa and go to the pool. And last night I went to this incredible interactive show called Meow Wolf. I don't know if you've heard about it yet. No, no can can you please me, meow wolf? <laughs> yeah, it's a um, somewhat you walk in and it's a psychedelic grocery store. Like everything is weird and off. And then you go through these secret doors and tunnels and it's huge. It's this huge warehouse in, in Vegas. So anyway, add that to your list. But there's things, there's, you know, you start opening up to what activities can I do besides go down and sit at the bar sure. and sit inhale people's smoke around me, you know? So it's, and that, and that's part of what I coach people on the program is, okay, for this 30 days, you're not going to have a hangover any morning that you wake up as long as you're, you know, doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, Let's talk about what to do with that time. 
you, you might be out of bed at 7 a.m. on a Saturday wondering what to do. Well, let's talk about increasing your workouts. Let's talk about journaling. Let's talk. So I started talking a little bit more about, you know, breath work and meditation, because that's something that I'm personally getting more into. So I was sharing more principles. And with this new clarity, this new space in your life, what can we fill in to enhance it so that you're not thinking, oh, I'm bored. I'd really like to have a beer. You know, it's like, no, I'm, you know, engaged in doing X, Y, and Z, you know, picking up sports or whatever. Life. That, you're yeah, engaged in life. That, like, I that's you, what we do. We, we live. Yeah. I tell you what, though, that is a very important thing. And those voids are, you know, are, are super triggers. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a sober guy. I've been sober for 13 years. And like that early on, it was like, all right. Okay, I know I'm not supposed to, and I'm not going to do that anymore because, you know, the line in the sand was there. But now what do I do? Um, you know, how do I fill in this time in order to be more You're healthy? You're welcome. What? You're welcome. Yeah. I, I fill in a lot of your no, time. You do. I you make do. you crazy. No, no, but, but, but honestly, <laughs> that's, you know, that's where my running picked up again. And that's where, you know, my, my, you know, physical fitness uh, picked up again. And that's where I was reading more. And that's where I, you know, began to, you know, become more interested in, in, in nutrition and, and things like that. And what's going to make me feel good. I don't want to feel like that anymore. And what is, you know, what's going to make me now feel good. So uh, interesting that you, that you did bring, bring that up, um, you know, and environment's a big part of it, you know, just, just being around the right things and people. And I've too, um, I've been to Vegas you know, as, as a college kid and I've been to Vegas as a sober dude and it's, you know, there's a different lifestyle and, and Vegas has just about anything that you need. Right. Right. Better for better or worse, you know, for, you know, good and bad. And, uh, you know, and, and it was, no, exactly. No, it's, 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 it's an impossible, you know, I know there's a golf course right outside of your window. Like there's plenty of opportunity. There's mountains, there's everything that you can do and there's good restaurants and they're not just steakhouses. You know, there's, there's like everything that you could possibly meow wolf under there's meow wolf. Um, (laughs) but, but that's one of the things that I wanted to to ask you about with your travels is, you know, uh, societies and different places and cultures and, 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 you know, obviously with that comes the local cuisines and, and things like that. You know, what are some things that you've seen out there? I mean, are the, you know, obviously there's healthier diets than the standard American diet, which is the reason why Mm -hmm. we're having this conversation in the first place, because we're trying to get people away from that. Um, you know, so what is it? What you know, in your world travels, like what are some of the things that you've encountered? The health, um, you know, the, the the way that people see it, the way that people, you know, treat their own lives, um, you know, that might be interesting to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what just popped into my head is when I was in Cape Town. Um, I traveled with a group when I was there called Hacker Paradise, which is a company that curates trips for nomads, so they kind of take care of all the details. So. We went on a tour of one of the townships, which is what they call the ghetto areas. And um, we went to see the Spinach King. And he had a um, restaurant made out of a cargo container. You know how they've been doing those. And Mm -hmm. he had planted spinach, rows of spinach on the outside of the shipping container. And part of his mission to not only serve... um, healthy food at this restaurant, but it was also to teach the people in the township how to make their own gardens and that you only really need a, you know, a little bed to grow, you know, a few different things. So, um, you know, being in, being in Bali is an interesting place because it's the Mecca of yoga and surfers 
from around the world, mostly Australia, but around the world that want to go there. So, I mean, they have the most beautiful, clean food there. You know, how much of that came as from their culture originally? Um, Southeast Asia or Asia in general, I think can be really easy to eat clean in my interpretation of no gluten and dairy um, because there's just more options and, you know, there's rice noodles and there's, um, yeah, there's things like that. So, and, you know, but, but at the same time, we're the mass production and the big food companies have their reach everywhere. You know, I mean, Coca-Cola, you can see Coca-Cola furniture and umbrellas literally anywhere in the world when you're in the middle of nowhere. So, um, yeah, so there's my my brother um, has lived in France for about 25 years and has I have two French nieces. And so it's been interesting to talk to them about, you know, what I what I started learning so long ago. And, you know, and gluten slowly started to become a problem there, too, hmm. because he said, yeah, well, we used to go to the farmer's market every week and buy everything fresh. And that was our grocery stores. But now we have. Now we go to the bigger stores. Now they have the go-gurts and they have the, you know, the stuff for the kids and it's, it's becoming into the, all that processed stuff. So they're starting to have some of the, the health issues that we do. And eventually, you know, any developing country will get that if, you know, what our companies and our, our money goes there. So, um, yeah, there's just kind of a... Yeah, I, I just always find it fascinating. I mean, there, there are places on this planet, right? you know, that, 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 you know, just disease doesn't ex- exist or the diseases that we have here, the chronic stuff that we have here, especially the heart disease and all those things. And and a lot of it is because of, of the local cuisine and, and what they're doing and what they're eating. You know, it's just, it's, it's just really, it's, it's almost like we're opting in for all of that stuff. Uh, unless people come along and, you know, kind of disrupt the, the apple cart here, you know, and these health nuts like the three of us <laughs> here are going to, you know, tell people that they got it all wrong and that you need to do this. And it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's really just a fascinating perspective on, on us as humans and, and different, you know, spots on the map where, you know, it, it just doesn't have to happen. Right. Right. We're the resistance. That's what it is. That's right. Join the resistance. Strong Armin. That's right. Oh my goodness. So tell, um, tell our listeners right now. I know, obviously, you know, you say a nomad. What is it? So now if someone listens to this podcast and they're like, wow, Kendra's, this is fascinating. I want, I want to learn more about what Kendra's doing and what is she talking about with this 30 day and whatnot. Can anyone, around the world now join you, join this program? Um, yes, they can. And it's it does vary depending on what country people are in. Um, I, mean, part, I have a whole food education portion of what I teach. I have the supplements. Those aren't available in all the countries, mm. but the whole food education is applicable everywhere. Now talking about you know, what's available and what's local that can change, you know, depending, but more of the Western, more developed countries. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it, I can definitely 
help share the movement of, of understanding inflammation, because I think, you know, and, and I've had clients or parents or, you know, people that have heard me countless times and getting people to remember that, you know, oh, you have allergies, you know, as I've been coughing, um, you have inflammation in your sinuses, you know, that's just what, where it's manifesting now. Oh, you're having gut issues. That's inflammation. Oh, you have heart disease, cancer, diabetes. Yeah. That's all rooted in inflammation, you know? So I tell people like, um, just a quick little story about inflammation is that, um, I had a fitness student and his wife was going into surgery for an ankle. And he was, he was asking me about exercises. What exercises can she do while she's in the six week, week recovery? And I said, ah, you know, I said, I don't know that that's as important as if she just keeps, make sure to not have inflammatory foods while her body's trying to heal, you know, then she can just heal and get back on her feet and do her normal stuff. And then he comes back to me and said, okay, well, she's doing great after surgery. Her doctor, her doctor doesn't want her on the, on the anti-inflammatory diet. So why, why'd that be? Oh, he said inflammation is an important part of the healing process, <laughs> right? What? When you cut your skin open or your tendon or your whatever, yeah, your blood is rushing to it, you know, to heal it. But that's when it becomes chronic by what we're putting in our body. And then I just paused. I looked at him and I go, mm, did he prescribe her an anti-inflammatory medication? Yeah. And I said, I'm just going to let you figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) You can't. It's so wacky. You know what I have to say? I'm going to say one positive thing about this. Um, I know someone who about eight and a half weeks ago had a full ankle replacement at a very high end special surgery center in New York City. Hmm. And one of the things that the doctor recommended was to eat pretty much a whole food plant-based diet as as much as possible yay bam and that's exactly feeding into what you literally feeding no pun intended Mm -hmm. that should be happening all the time and i think that again this is a very you know this is this is not the norm of you know of people again very high end lots and lots of money and nutritionist things in that but that's what they recommended you want to heal faster we're going to not only do this, but we're going to change your diet in this healing process. I do think yeah. that it's coming out more. Uh-huh. I think that there has, yeah. I think that they are more aware of it. And I think that they are l- looking into it. And, not and that they know how to, to implement it, but at least they're giving a yeah. suggestion. No, but there's certainly, <laughs> there's certainly been a paradigm shift and, you know, the books are available and the internet is, is, you know, is, has expanded everything, you know, a great deal. And I do think that, you know, some of the, the go-to doctors are now, you know, becoming these like rock star, you know, uh, nutrition doctor, you know, style yeah. doctors, which is neat. You know, it's, it's pretty cool that, 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 that people care enough and, and, and that these guys are getting their message out, however it may be. So, you know, I, d- I do think so. And then, you know, people, people like yourself who are, who are out there, you know, the, the boots on the ground workers, uh, you know, wherever the ground may be around the world, of course, uh, you know, that, that are, that are doing this, uh, for, and helping people as they go, um, because it, it is, it needs, so needed you know we're, we're sick everybody's sick and you know it's just um you know whatever it takes and however this information gets across whether it's from a wellness consultant like yourself or or you know or, or you know from the internet or whatever it may be um you know it's just it's just such an important thing to uh you know for the sanity and the mm-hmm. cost and the, everything that goes with it so 
Good job. Kendra, tell everyone where they can find you and find out more about your social media tags, um, websites, go. I was just telling a friend just before this interview here that I am so lucky that I'm the only Kendra Kanoi in the world. I think, or at least that has access to a computer. Okay. So I am at Kendra Kanoi on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, my website is KendraKanoi.com. It's pretty simple. So that's where you can find me. You are unique. Yes. Yeah, right? Thank you. That's what, that's, that was my words. I am unique. <laughs> that's it. One in eight billion how many people are on the planet? I don't. I, I don't, really. I don't know. A couple. It's, me, yeah. <laughs> it's overwhelming. <laughs> All right. So Kendra, you uh, you are headed out of Vegas, jet setting to uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, right? New Beignets Orleans. and hurricanes. Be careful. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I am. I am helping my friend open up uh, Uptown Market, which <gasps> is she has a little market space, and she's also going to have a private boutique fitness space. Mm. So she's bringing. Mm in cool um, home equipment like the Peloton and the mirror, which I'm super excited to play with. That thing freaks me out. I'm not going to lie. A little freaky. <laughs> well, stay tuned on my on my social media because once I get there, I'm going to be playing with everything and we'll be... So I'm helping her get that launched for oh, the month. Oh, that's exciting. Very that's cool. awesome. I just, yeah. seem, like, I just wouldn't want to see myself like yelling at myself in the mirror. I'd be like, Wah! Yeah, that thing, that mirror's got a brain. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So listeners out there, make sure you follow Kendra Kanoi and, um, and check out everything that she's up to. I think it's really, I, I don't know. I think your social media is really cool. All the places you've Thank been you. to, um, listeners out there, you're going to see you post beautiful plates of food and, you know, different, pieces of information. So that is what's really cool. I, I love the, I love this, the stalking of like, Ooh, this is interesting, <laughs> you know? Um, but thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your, you know, worldly, literally your worldly experience with our listeners out there. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate the, the platform. You guys have done a really great job and I can't wait to see what you guys do. Uh, we're doing it. Oh, well, we do a lot of things. Well, that's from, for sure. From here, you're just on your on your way. Right now. That's oh right. my, um, yeah, that's that's you know kind of you could say that. Um, but needless to say, that's for another another conversation. Yes. Um, yes. With that said, it's Christine Conti and I'm Brian Prendergast, and we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.